Okay. Fourth one is a charm for this one. This one has been very difficult for me to articulate what I'm thinking um, in particular because it is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, which can we please just take a minute to realize how kind of weird that is as a society that we have that or that we need to have that? Like, don't get me wrong. I appreciate it and I'm, I mean, it's a good thing that we have it. But think about, okay, just think about this. How many posts this month already have you seen about like statistics or, you know, things like that? And I'm not saying people don't post it or talk about it at other times of the year, but like not, not really, right? So I guess in a way we kind of do need this month, but I just, it's so strange to me. It is so strange. Like, I don't know. You know how we have random, like, holidays? For example, International Take the Stairs Day or International Donut Day. Like, it almost feels as if we're lumping it in with just like, yeah, for sure, this is the month to talk about it. And, like, that's it. So, I don't know. I just, it's a weird concept to me. I encourage you to talk about it more than that because it's not like it only happens in April. And same goes for next month too with May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And that's awesome. That's cool. But I think that should be every single month. So yeah, anyways, that's my take on that. That's my small rant. So now that that's over with... (laughs) Um, I will say that this episode is going to be pretty much based on all of that. So this is a trigger warning for you. And the first couple times that I recorded this, I, I just don't think I talked about it in a way that I felt comfortable with sharing. I, and not like for my sake, because I'm obviously an open book, but everybody's journey in healing from, you know, sexual assault or anything related, everybody's journey is different. And that's why it's so hard to talk about. And also how I feel about it on a daily basis, a weekly basis, monthly, yearly even, is so like... I guess you could say it's a spectrum, right? Like it changes all the time. You know, this month and the past couple months, I haven't really thought about it, which nobody tells you that that will eventually happen because right after it happens and you're in it, you know, like that's when you're coping and trying to, you know, this did happen to me and like now I'm, you know, labeled as a survivor, right? Which also was a weird concept to me at the beginning because I thought every not everybody that went through it, but a lot of people that went through it had it worse than me. So I kind of minimized my own experience because I I just, you know, I didn't I didn't know. And 
that's why it's, again, hard to talk about it because everybody's experience is different. And yeah, maybe some people did have it. Actually, I'm not even going to say that because everybody's experience is different and how you deal with it, how you heal, how it happened. It's unique to you. And that's why whenever I recorded it the first time, I kind of went into into detail about it, which I probably will more so later. But I think for the purpose of this episode and, you know, sexual assault awareness, I don't think I need to get fully in detail of my story. And, you know, these are my emotions and my thoughts currently. This, how I feel right now about it could change tomorrow, right? So if this isn't where you're at right now with it, that's okay. I was not in this spot always, right? I, you know, how you feel about it will change. And that's a weird, a weird thing to wrap your head around. So anyways, that's my reasoning for re-recording and re-recording and editing and sending to two of my friends to ask them how to go about this because it is so difficult. And I encourage you, if you have dealt with the same thing, to talk about it. I mean, that's what it's... That... I hate to say that that's what this month is for, but, like, I don't know. I My healing started when I started talking about it. And... I am a firm believer still, ironically, that things happen for a reason, which is so shitty to say. And I didn't always feel like that about it. Um, You know, like, how could there, how could this have happened to me? Why did this happen to me? It doesn't make any sense. You know, how could, uh, how could my God or the universe or whatever you believe in? How could they let this happen to me? What good could come of this? You know, those are all the questions that you ask yourself when you're going through it and you're trying to cope and, oh, there, there can't be like, what good can come of life if all this bad stuff can happen? And yeah, those are the questions that I was asking myself. And I, you know, sometimes I still ask myself those questions. That's, I think that's life. But it's, I said this in my first episode too, I think that things in life happen for you, not to you, but I, I still, to this day, I don't think I could classify rape or sexual assault in the category of happening for you, but as with any situation, I do think that there can be good that comes from it. And I said that in the last episode that I I didn't delete it. I have it, but the one that I'm not going to post because, and I thought about it and I thought about it and that can be hard to hear, especially for someone who is just recently going through it, you know, is still in the coping and healing process, which I am still in that process too. I think that it's a lifelong journey, right? But 
you know, I was like, what if I said that to myself right after it happened? I would probably slap myself, you know, like, what the fuck, Peyton? How can you say that? And yeah, I don't know how I can say that, but that's just the outlook that I choose to have. Um, and yeah, that's, I don't know. If that is not where you're at, that's okay. I, like I said, that's where I'm at right now. And I think, you know, even if I don't know why it happened, I'll never know why. And sometimes I don't even know, like, the how, the, you know, I still, I have questions. I'll probably always have questions. But I think it's just how you choose to move on. And maybe I won't know the reason or the why until, you know, it could be on my deathbed that I know the reason why, you know, or 50 years from now, or that it could simply be that I have a podcast and I talk to people about it and I'm open about it and I've made relationships based off of it with other people who have gone through it. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever know, but that's how I am choosing to look at it. But yeah, anyways, even though what I said at the beginning, how it's weird, how we have a month for it, it's actually a good thing because you do learn a lot about it, you know, and every year there's new statistics, there's new, you know, all this stuff. But the, like every time I look at these numbers or I hear these numbers, it is, they're staggering numbers of how often this happens. And I'm not like, I... I, I just, it's mind-boggling how often it happens. Every 68 seconds, this is just in America, by the way. Every 68 seconds, an American citizen is sexually assaulted. That's not even the world. That's literally just the United States. And these are men and women. Like, that also needs to be talked about more. Um, that is a topic for another day, but men's mental health, men being victims of sexual assault and rape, it happens more often than you think. But because as a society that men are taught to be manly and, you know, how could that happen to a man if they're big and strong? You know, that's such bullshit. And even with women, even in my situation, I had a very hard time with it because I, in my head, I was like, how could I have let that happen to myself? And I felt weak for a very long time. And honestly, it happened four and a half years ago. And sometimes I still question myself, you know, I'm an athlete, like I'm strong. I, you know, all this stuff, how could that have happened? And that's, but also in this case, in everybody's case, nothing that you did makes it your fault. Absolutely nothing. Anything, whatever you were wearing, if you were drunk, if you 
weren't drunk, if you, whatever you were saying, if you were flirting at first, if it was a yes and then it was a no, no matter the context, what happened, the situation, if you didn't want that to happen, it, I cannot stress this enough, nothing you did makes it your fault at all. Nothing that you did makes you weak or inferior as a human. Um, You may feel that way for a little bit because I know I did, but I can promise you that is the furthest, furthest, furthest thing from the truth. But back to these statistics, they are such staggering numbers that I can guarantee you someone you know has gone through this. Even if you don't know it, you probably know actually multiple people who have gone through this and been victims or, you know, and they just choose not to talk about it. Or maybe you do know, but I can guarantee you, you know, multiple people. Um, one of my friends, whenever I was talking to her about this episode, she said whenever she was in college, she was in her sorority meeting, I guess. And they were talking about, you know, sexual assault and who they told everybody to close their eyes. And the person said, okay, if you have ever been sexually assaulted or raped or, you know, any of these things, um, raise your hand. And then they could open their eyes afterwards. And I think she said there was 102 people in the room and only 10 of them did not have their hand raised. That That is 92 people. Am I doing my math right? Yeah. Yep. 92 people in that classroom out of 102 had been a victim of sexual assault or had been raped in their lifetime. Don't mind my little um, math pause there. I couldn't remember the number that I said. Anyways, (laughs) um, that's outrageous. And, you know, there's this picture going around on social media lately that I've been seeing because it is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And it's like, you know, like the sign guy or whatever (laughs) that he holds up the cardboard with the things on it. But um, it says, like, protect your daughter. But then it has that crossed out and it says educate your son, which that's also assuming that the uh, rapists are male, which is not always the case. Just want to also toss that back out there. But honestly, though, like you can do everything right. You can be aware of your surroundings. You can be educated. You can, you know, know what to do. You can have pepper spray. You can do, you know, there's so many things that you can do to try to protect yourself, but sometimes it's, it happens no matter what you do. And that's a really scary thought, but that's also something that we need to deal with. Why is this happening so frequently? What, you know, what are the resources for it not to happen, but even more so, what are the reasons or what are the resources whenever it does happen? Because I can tell you for a fact that the resources that I had, 
outside of my family and my friends, obviously, but like professional resources, like therapists or, you know, going to the hospital to get, you know, all the things done. Um, if you are going to go the route of pressing charges, then going about it that way, like Title IX at universities can be so much more effective. You know, half the time it's, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know. There has to be a better way to one, prevent, and then two, I don't want to say damage control, but like kind of, we don't have the resources for it. And that is not only to do with sexual assault and things like that. It's, it's a mental health problem. I have talked about this before, but people say that we're so like our society's changing and we can talk more about mental health and blah, blah, blah. But can we really? Because, you know, even I was just talking to my friend about this too. On a job application, you can say if you have a disability or not. And one of the disabilities that you can list is anxiety, depression, OCD. You know, they have like bipolar disorder on there. You know, like we we classify these as disabilities, which that could be a, literally a whole other topic again. But, you know, and she was asking, like, should I put yes if I have anxiety and depression? And but then, like, what if they don't hire me because of these things or like they think I'm going to be too anxious or, you know, and not that you have to, like, say what it is, whatever. But also, I mean, yeah, that could happen. Like, do I say no? Do I say prefer not to answer? But if you click prefer not to answer, then like they know that's a yes, kind of. It's just like. I just still, I just hope that we can eventually get to the point of being able to talk about it more. And like, that's the whole point of this podcast. I literally thought to myself whenever I was recording these other ones, I was like, man, this is depressing shit. But it doesn't always have to be, right? Like, I make fun of myself for my OCD. Okay, this is also kind of getting off topic, but it's fine. But, like, I make fun of myself for my OCD sometimes because what else can I do? Nothing. Like, it can be lighthearted and whatever, but when it needs to be serious, it can also be serious. And people don't know how to talk about these things. Like, people get so uncomfortable when you say, yeah, I have a therapist. Like, oh, my therapist said this. Like, I said that to a girl last night that I just became friends with. And she was like, oh, my God, I have a therapist too. Like, I'm so glad you said that. Like, sometimes people like don't know what to say when I say I have a therapist. Also, I think everybody should have a therapist. Like that's just a given. But you know, I think all of these topics are things that we can do better about being knowledgeable about and being able to have hard conversations that like I said they don't always have to be hard. But sometimes they are and people get uncomfortable and people don't know how to talk about it and that is a huge problem. Um, I guess that was like slightly off topic, but not really. <laughs> Anyways, um, with all that being said, I do encourage you, even if you it hasn't happened to you, 
or especially though, if it has, first of all, I want to say, I'm sorry that it has happened to you and that we live in a society that is like this. And, but I really, I cannot tell you how much talking about it has helped. I, it was hidden for a while and then my family and my friends know about it, you know, and now whoever listens to my podcast knows about it, which is also a weird thing to kind of not really be labeled as that, but kind of, you know, somebody could listen to this and not know me at all, but then they know this fact about me that is very personal, which I've come to terms with that. Like I've accepted that and that's okay. And it's unfortunate that it will be a part of me for forever, but just learning to, you know, grow with that part of you or however you want to go from there. I'm not going to tell you how to do it because I can't even really tell you how I did it. It's, you know, it's one of those things where healing is not linear and it just, it also takes time, which is really shitty to hear and it sucks, but I can promise you that things do get better. And like I said, I encourage you to talk about it. I started my healing process after I started talking about it. If you don't reach out for help, nobody will know that you're struggling. And reaching out for help is not a sign of weakness. That is one of the bravest things you can ever do. I know it's so hard and you don't want to be seen as someone that needs help or that this even happened to you, but I can guarantee you that there are millions of people who have gone through the same thing and there are resources for you and If you need anyone to talk to about it, please reach out to me, to, you know, a loved one, anything, um, anything. There's also, you know, like anonymous resources online that you could use. I, I'm not really sure. I've used one once and that was that, but there are so many resources for you that you kind of have to look for them, which is unfortunate, but they are there and I can help you find them or, you know, a loved one can help you find them as well. But like I said in the beginning, this is just my perspective. This is my story. If that doesn't align with your perspective or your story, that's okay. You know, every story is unique and everybody's attitude and outlook and healing process and even everybody's life is unique you know so I would encourage you to talk about it start a blog if you want to be on my podcast if you want to start your own I don't know I would encourage you to do anything that helps you and I'm very grateful that I have this podcast and for people that listen to it because this is therapeutic for me even though it Sometimes stresses me out and I re-record things five times. But (laughs) nevertheless, I am grateful and I'm very proud of myself for being in the place that I am. And I promise you that no matter the life situation, it doesn't even have to be anything that has to do with 
sexual assault. If you're going through anything, I promise you that it will get better. You know, I did say that healing is linear and that's so scary because you could be doing really well and it could come back and that's okay. Like that's life. It's, there's ebbs and flows, you know, you can't have the highs without the lows, unfortunately. I wish you could, but that used to be a thought that really scared me, but I think now I have more of the resources to deal with it. I know how to kind of get myself out of those spots most of the time, and I'm not in them for as long as I used to be, and I never thought that would be a thing. I, you know, I thought there was no light at the end of the tunnel. It's just this deep, dark pit that I'm in, and I was fully ready to not be here anymore. I was fully ready to not be on this planet. And I'm just so glad that I didn't go that route, that I opened up and that I asked for help. And I talked to people who had been through it. I've talked to people who have mental health like struggles. And the world is a beautiful place when your perspective shifts it's the same world, but the world inside your head is the one that matters the most. And that, it's kind of shitty to say, but that's what you make it. And I don't know. I just hope it's a good place for you. And I hope I talked about that like I wanted to. And talked about it in a not so triggering way for people and for myself but it's hard because it's just something that needs to be talked about and I hope I kind of sort of did it justice I don't know but I'm not recording this again I stand firm in that this is the this is it this is the one but yeah anyways thank you for sticking around per usual um I appreciate Anybody and everybody who listens to this or even starts it and stops it, or even if you don't listen to this, you're not even hearing me say this, but I appreciate you. (laughs) So yes, anyways, with that, I will say happy Sexual Assault Awareness Month. That's a really fucking weird thing to say, but that's it. That's where we're going to end.